All right, well, this week we get to gather together again for Made New. I'm really excited about it, not just because of the topic, which is the church in general, which is what we're talking about right now, but more specifically, kind of a hot-button issue uh, in our, our season, our time right now around um, uh, the gathering, the idea of why do we gather together at all? And instead of focusing on how we gather together this week, we're going to focus on why, why it's important that we gather together. But I, I guess that'd be a great place to just start before we dive into any other points or thoughts. Jeff, why is it important to you? Why do you how do you see this? Why is it important for the people of God to gather together? Yeah, so talking about that, it, it is important that we do gather. That <laughs> sure. Before we get into even just why we gather, it's important that we even to understand that we should gather, that sure. that in and of itself is a biblical idea. And it goes all the way back to the garden when God says to man, it is not good for man to be alone. Man, man and woman were not meant to be church unto themselves or to live uh. in an isolated existence. We were meant to be together in fellowship and in relationship with one another. So before, like I said, without even the why, it's important to understand first that we should gather. Sure. No, that's, that's great. I love the idea of, of tying it back to it's, it's, in, it's in the nature of God, who's a familial God, right? Absolutely. And he, we're created in his image, so we're designed to walk in family. And the gathering is an important part of that. Now maybe we can jump into some of the, some of the specific ideas of what we do or, or why we gather, why it's important that we gather together. What are the reasons that we're gathering together? Maybe you can, maybe you can lead us off with one of those. Sure. I think if we had to boil it down to just a few reasons why we gather together, maybe, maybe four points, number one would have to be to hear the word of God. And, uh, yeah. and keep in mind, as we talk about this, there are no particular order of importance, but if I had to pick one reason out of four for us to gather, it would be to hear the word of God. And in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, Paul says to Timothy, give special attention to the public reading of Scripture. Huh, yeah. And so you have to wonder if it was good for them to hear the <laughs> Word of God in a public setting, not just... And keep in mind, books were not made at this time. People didn't have Bibles to just take home and read themselves. So the idea of paying special attention to public reading of Scripture was a big idea and even in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, it says, They continue daily in the apostles' doctrine, yeah. prayer, breaking of bread, and fellowship. Well, well, what was the apostles' doctrine? That was the, the teaching of Scripture. It was the teaching of what had been written, at least up to that point. Sure. No, I, I love that. And I, 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 uh, I always get nervous sometimes, and I've, I've been guilty of this. I've been guilty of having church meetings with, with sometimes, like, no Bible. Uh, in it. It's like, you know, you didn't do it right when you gathered together as the people of God and there was no Bible anywhere in it. Now, it right. may have been in your heart and that was all very good, but yeah, you kind of missed something that's pretty essential. And, and to your point, I don't see this as an exhaustive list we're going through. Right. Um, right. You know, we'll leave that to some theologian somewhere else. We're, we'll say practically and, and for us as God's showing us here as, now as part of our made new journey together, yeah. the idea that the Bible is important in the life, the corporate life, and Absolutely. the corporate meetings of the people of God. It's important. Where two or three or more are gathered together, that, that, that's the gathering of the church. Um, and the Bible should be, the Word of God should be a, a really central part of that. Because um, that's, the, that's the measure of our lives. So I, 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 think, that's a, I think that's a terrific, um, a, just a terrific point. Now you all, 
you had another one that I thought was actually really good. And this one, this one kind of gets debated sometimes specifically yeah. around worship. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, I can worship in my car, you know, well, true, you can. Mm-hmm. So why is it important for us to gather together for corporate worship together? You're absolutely right. And, and to make a fair point, we absolutely should worship in our cars. Oh, sure. We should have that <laughs> private time of worship because your relationship with Jesus Christ is personal. Yeah, It is very much you and him. Now, if we were to stop there, though, that we'd be doing a disservice to what the okay. Bible says about okay. all this. So what I, what I would call this point, and, and keep in mind what we're talking about today, these are, these are not things that are unique to Bread of Life Church. Right. This is a, these are core ideas that are found in Scripture. So when we talk about worship in the context of why we gather, we're talking about corporate worship. Okay. In other words, we've gathered together as a body and we worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So why do we, why do, or why is that a, a reason for why we gather? Well, if we go to Revelation chapter 5, John the, the revelator, the, the one who's yeah. being given the picture of heaven by, by the Lord himself, what, what is he seeing in chapter 5? He's seeing people crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Worthy are you, worthy is the Lamb to receive the reward of his sufferings. Mm-hmm. What is that? They're gathering in worship. It, it is the heavenly host. So it's a corporate worship service in heaven that John's observing at that point. Yes, right. absolutely. And so, jumping back a, a little bit, what is the Lord's Prayer? What, what is one key element of the Lord's Prayer? On earth as it is in heaven. So as worship is happening in heaven 24-7, we as a corporate body gather together, we join with heaven in worship to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's so good. That's uh, just to jump in. I've had, and I hope, I think many of us, I hope all of us have kind of had that moment where we're in worship, in, yes, privately for sure, but also in corporate settings, you have that moment where you feel like you're, like you're touching eternity. And in some ways I would yes. argue you, you are because you're stepping into the presence and the spirit of God together mm-hmm. in a way that you just can't do by yourself. And you're stepping into that same expression as what John is seeing revealed. That's so yes. good. That's so good. And, and what, what else? Well, so I would like to say this too about worship. In worship, God is inhabiting his people by the Holy Spirit. Mm. And, and in, in the Psalms, it says, the Lord is enthroned upon the praises of his people. You know, praises being plural, mm. <laughs> people being a, a, a group of people. We, God inhabits us by his Holy Spirit. We then say, Lord, you are holy. You are worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be exalted and glorified. We're, we're operating out of a, a biblical idea in that moment. This isn't, corporate worship is not something that is extra biblical or unbiblical. This is very much... A, a biblical idea that the people would gather together and worship in one in one voice and one body that Jesus Christ is Lord. That's right. I, what's interesting for me in some ways, especially in the season, to speak directly to what we're in, experiencing mm-hmm. here. You know, we we have church not in the same room right now, and in some cases it's over a, a zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in some cases it's over a live stream. In some cases we're able to gather together, um, in, in smaller groups in homes and be able to do that. And I, someone sent me a video the other day of 
of a home and there were maybe 10, 15 people gathered in there. And I was on the other side of the ca- of the camera, if you will. And I was watching, or I, I was I was watching the worship team lead us in worship, but then I had this video of people entering into worship and it was wonderful to be in that same moment together. And it, even wonderful, even though it's not 80 people or 8,000 people, it's it's a handful of believers where two or more, and you could just watch yes. and see God inhabit the praises of his people. Mm. That was amazing for me to watch. I was very encouraged by it. So that's a terrific Amen. point. So uh, as, we, as we're looking down through it, I think one of the other reasons um, that, that as we considered this to talk about perhaps was this idea of prayer. Yeah. And so we've got the word, we've got worship, we've got prayer is also an essential part of, of our walk with God together corporately. And I'll, I'll just pull on that thread a little bit and, you know, jump in with, with anything else. But the idea that, that these various forms of prayer that you see in the scripture, you know, there's pray, uh, prayers of adoration, worship, prayers of intercession, yeah. supplication. There's all kinds of different prayers that happen. And when you get more than a couple of people in a room, those it's interesting to watch those dynamics of prayer and there's life that comes from the, that dynamic of prayer together where where two or more are gathered yeah. here and we're beseeching or interceding or asking heaven for something. That's amazing to be mm-hmm. a part of that process. In addition to that, it's also the opportunity to pray for each other because as, everyone has, as someone has needs, you pray for them as well. Yes. And so that idea of, of ministering to one another and both, both receiving ministry, giving ministry, giving worship, drawing near to God, all those elements, you just, you can't get those the same way because it's not designed. Right. We're not a one-membered body. We're a multiple, we're members of, of the body of Christ and we're interdependent on each other. And so it's important that when we come together, we pray. Absolutely. Because God speaks to us together the bible talks about how we have the mind of christ not i have it i'm not i'm not the the sole arbiter of what's god and what's not it's like no the body of christ we have the mind of christ and so if we don't gather together we're missing out on that absolutely this is huge i'd like to add to that too and think of it this way or well paul does a great job of explaining this in first corinthians that we are all members of one body yeah and if you're a a left arm <laughs> and I'm a, a right foot, we're going to have different inputs into the body of Christ. Both are needed. That's right. Both are needed. And so same for the nose and the other members of the body. It's the same way with prayer. Prayer, each of us has a different revelation to, to give from, from God, not, mm-hmm. not extra biblical or sure, extra, sure. you know, unbiblical revelation. We're talking about a different perspective coming from the throne of heaven that we all have to be able to give to the body of Christ. And so it's very important that we should gather together and exercise that. No, I, th- I think you're right. And I think as, as I'm, as I'm kind of reflecting on the kind of progression that you laid out, cause this is, this is your outline. You, you started off with this idea of the word of God, right? And it's, yeah. it's huge. Well, then we go straight to worship mm-hmm. right up that. And now we're in this place of prayer corporately together and and flowing directly out of all of that, rooted in the word, uh, putting Jesus in his appropriate places, being yes. the center of everything, yes. and then wa- and then coming to him with our needs. And then the idea that you, this last uh, point you have around discipleship, mm-hmm. it's like what you're describing 
really is just the life of a disciple. And it's, yes. a, it's mm-hmm. a shared life yeah. that we have together in God because we're members of his body, members of his bride. We are yeah. walking together. And so this idea that not only is the corporate body and the part, part of the reason we gather together with other people is so that we may be discipled mm-hmm. and uh, disciplined for holiness, discipled, you know, that idea. Yes. But also that we disciple others mm-hmm. because that's fulfilling that great commission that yes. we're all part of because it's not just the word and it's not just worship and it's not just prayer. There's also a discipleship that comes out of this. That's so important. I love the progression of that. Yeah. I don't know if you, what else do you have to say on the discipleship topic? I love this. Well, and I think it's important too that if you're lacking in any one of these key elements, and like you said earlier, this isn't certainly an exhaustive list, but sure. these are all very important. And you, you can have the hearing, you know, public reading of scripture, the teaching of scripture, if you will, and, and prayer, but if you lack corporate worship, you're, you're missing out on something. And so yeah. the idea of that we're building upon each one of these to come to the ultimate goal of fulfilling the Great Commission, going out and making disciples of all nations. As far as making disciples go, as it pertains to the local body, and even back to the topic of this particular podcast, why, why do we gather? It's important to understand that in a COVID-19 world or post-COVID-19 <laughs> world, Buildings don't make disciples. Buildings oh, are so good. buildings are a tool. Sure, they're and they're a great tool. But they ultimately they don't make disciples. The men and women of Christ, the brothers and sisters of Christ, those are the people who make disciples. And so whether whether you are gathering in homes right now, whether it's you know two or ten people or any odd number of people in your home, you can make disciples in your own home. It doesn't have to be tied to a particular location. You can make disciples over the phone, so over good. Zoom even. <laughs> so. No, well, I, I hope so because otherwise we're not making disciples <laughs> right. right now because right. we're all stuck doing that. <laughs> so uh, so I, I love that idea. I love the idea that buildings don't make disciples. Really what I heard you say was disciples make disciples. Yes. And it, you can make disciples. And I would also I would also offer this idea of you can be a disciple. Absolutely. And I, I guess... A closing thought around this today mm-hmm. would be as we gather together in whatever form we are, as we gather together as the body of Christ, right. and we need to give special attention to the word of God. We need to worship yes. Jesus because he's worthy and he inhabits the praises of his people. And we must pray and not mm-hmm. only pray to God, to God, but also pray for one another and yeah. receive ministry that way. And as we do that, that's the foundation for us being disciples Absolutely. and making disciples of all nations, beginning with the person who's sitting right across from you right now. Absolutely. And so it's so important that we understand why we gather, the benefits of that. And I think we've covered that. Not an exhaustive list, but a, I don't know, a pretty, pretty good one, Jeff. Pretty close. I don't pretty know. close. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with that because it's Me basically too. the Bible. It's all right. <laughs> Well, hey, um, so maybe you could pray for us before we go, and then we'll let everybody, uh, you know, I would encourage everybody to just uh, gather together via a Zoom, via uh, in person as, 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 as you can, and read a scripture, yeah. worship, pray, be and become a disciple. Amen. Amen? <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you that, Lord, your word stands eternal. That even in 
days of uncertain times and uncertain circumstances, Lord, we can always come back to who you are, and we can come back to the word of God. Lord, your word says that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we just rejoice in that right now. And we thank you that, Lord God, in a in a world in this world, and from the beginning, you designed for us to be together. And that's never going to change. You're never going to isolate us. You're never going to set be uh, be separated from us, Lord. And we just thank you. We pray that your your Holy Spirit would f- come and fill your church and inhabit your people, Lord, and that we would gather together with one hope, one mission, and one faith in you. In Jesus' name, amen.